Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. in Edmonton. Brendan Escott here with you today on Oilers Now, where some guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Uh, Normally, a Tuesday would feature our friend Mark Spector for the horses. Maybe you've heard him on the show once or twice. Horse Racing Alberta, presenting uh, live thoroughbred racing each Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and casino parking admission free more info at thehorses.com okay i promise some winnipeg jets talk i'm excited to learn about some of the names heading down to penticton but this is an interesting team because the offseason maybe didn't live up to the expectations that it could have so for that we'll discuss with our headliner today that's brought to you by wilhawk beef jerky might just be the best you've ever tasted search for w-i-l-h-a uk today he is the jets color analyst on our sister station cj OB 680 in Winnipeg. Jamie Thomas back on Oilers now with Brendan Escott today. Jamie, how you doing? Uh, great. How about yourself? I see you have Bob on the show from the golf course. I see that. That's that's just classic stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to hear what's been going on at the golf course since he and I last talked sure. yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe there's some news on the Oilers, but I want some news on the Winnipeg Jets, Jamie. Uh, what do you think, just first of all, like heading into this offseason? Let's maybe set yeah. the table. They had 89 points last year. They missed the playoffs. 11th in the West, 6th in the Central Division. By all accounts, uh, an underachieving season would you say yeah yeah I, I don't think anybody and I, you know what right away like as there was a it was a long drawn-out process my friend um as the jets were kind of eliminated from post uh season contention a little bit earlier in the regular last part of the regular season and then it was just a couple players here a couple players there ra- rounding up the season so it was it was to a player everyone said they underachieved you know as individuals they underachieved so i don't think anybody's coming into this season and stepping on the ice, believing that they went where they needed to go or where they were expected to go last year. So, Paul Maurice takes a step back last season. Dave Lowry steps up, and now Lowry is in Seattle, and Rick Bonas is the guy behind the bench there. So this happens essentially because Barry Trotz was the target in the first place and, mm-hmm. and then decided maybe he was going to take some time away from coaching altogether? 
Yeah, and you can't fault Barry Trotz for for deciding on that. And I don't think that is and you know, an indication where the Jets were. He didn't feel the Jets were a, a capable team for him to take over. He's been coaching for a long time, and it's as you know, it's a grind. Um, so I totally give him credit that he wants to take some time to step away and focus on other things rather than the day-to-day uh, grind of the National Hockey League. So Rick Bonus comes in. Um, I have to admit this guy, you know, Rick is very good at getting the most out of his players. He showed that in Dallas. Uh, he's shown that in pretty much every other stop that he's had, right? So it's a guy that has a positive attitude, uh, very upbeat, and I think it's kind of the perfect recipe for a team that was pretty downbeat a year ago, right? So um, fully understanding why the Jets chose this, and, and Rick could have sat back and watched and had lots of opportunities elsewhere, but liked what the Jets have, and, and why not, right? We don't have to go down the list of all the great players they have here. Yes, that they didn't do what they wanted to do last year, but I can, you can fully understand why Rick Bonus was jumped to the opportunity to be the head coach of the Winnipeg Jets this upcoming season. Uh, chatting with Jamie Thomas right now, the color analyst of the Jets on uh, CJOB. Uh, just as far as the cap space goes, right now like the team could have made some additions they they didn't necessarily uh jump to to you know the ceiling let's say and when you yeah. look at a guy like uh, like Kyle Connor and his production and and maybe a full healthy season from Nikolai Ehlers I don't think they needed to bring in a whole lot more scoring Jamie uh when I look at the penalty kill at 29th out of 32 I wonder how much the defensive end is really where things could have been shored up yeah, they, you would. You could even argue too that there's a, a real big logjam, and, and we just talked moments ago about people who underachieved last year. And I think you could put Neil Pionk in that department. He's critical to what the Jets do on the back end, but and was banged up for a big chunk of the year, right? And he he was not happy with his performance. You know, Brendan Dillon's first year in Winnipeg was a tough one. Logan Stanley took a step back in his second full year in the National Hockey League, and then you, you know, I, I don't think one place that I know that they're 100% happy is the pairing of Josh Morrissey and Dylan DeMello. That was their number one shutdown pairing and Josh Morrissey took a big step forward um, last year as well. So it's just a matter of how they're going to make things fit. How does Dylan Sandberg fit into this picture? Is is he going to pass Logan Stanley on the depth chart? You know, you have two NHL veterans in Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt. It just, just depends where they decide the second and third pairing are going to fit. And, yeah, there's there's a big a big room for them to improve. And another part of the struggles on the penalty kill, too, lies in the forwards. And Connor Hellebuck was not who we've all grown accustomed to seeing in years past. And wasn't terrible, but was not the Vesna caliber goaltender that we've seen uh, time after time, probably three years straight running uh, before last year. I know the deal's a couple years gone now, but seeing Jacob Truba wearing the C for the Rangers and, and looking at, you know, Pionk. Yeah. And, uh, hey, we've seen Pionk do what he can do. He's a great player. He bothered the hell out of Connor McDavid from, you know, a playoff yeah. series and, and was incredibly effective. Um, it, it, it almost seems like low-hanging fruit to say is there a lot of pressure on Pionk based on the fact that Truba is, is absolutely uh, stepped into his own in, in the Rangers, or, or is that something that you think might be a bit of a stretch? Uh, is it fair? I would say yes, but I think you could also, we know you can't always forget that there was a first-round pick attached to that tra- trade with Jacob Truba, and uh, they got Villa Hanel out of it. And so whatever they end up doing with Villa Hanel, if he ends up being a full-time NHLer with the Winnipeg Jets or they get some value or tie him to a trade somewhere along the line, there was that piece. And we all know Jacob Tribble wasn't, you know, his wife 
is a doctor. She couldn't practice in Canada because she got her uh, degree down in the United States. So the reality of you know anybody who's married, they don't want to do the long distance thing. So Jacob Trouba was going to the United, going to play with the team in the United States. With, with you know whether or not the Jets traded him or not, so um, from a personal standpoint, he had to make that decision. So Jacob Trouba, and it's not a surprise. Like he was, he was so huge in their run to the Stanley Cup, uh, the Western Conference Final in 2018. Great player for the, all the time that he was here. Um, so I don't think you can look at that and go who won either side. I just think Neil Pionk had a great couple of years before last year here as, as a Winnipeg Jet, and I believe he'll have a bunch more as a healthy member of this hockey club next season, or this season, sorry. Jamie Thomas from CJOB on the line right now. It's Brendan Escott in for Bob today. So on the topic of Hellebuck, 9-10 save percentage last year. It's the lowest yeah. uh, since he went 9-07 in his first NHL year, or second, I guess. Uh you know, he's he's so good when he's on, Jamie. Do you think that maybe yep. he's getting a little bit fatigued? He's a guy that plays a lot, and it was a mm-hmm. messy backup situation for him last year. What do you think uh, was the reason for the regression by the, the goaltender who was he spent all of last year at 28 years old? That should be his prime, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm, I can only think – it only ties into me in this in this situation. A lot of people underachieved last year. And so the defensive breakdowns, you know, the forwards probably not being as committed, always looking for, you know, Blake Wheeler said this end of last year. There's a lot of times every shift, some players were looking to score goals. And you know what happens in that aspect? There will be a step back on the defensive side. So the defensive responsibility for the five players in the zone wasn't where it needed to be. Um, and that's where Brick Bonus comes in and is really good at helping in that aspect. So if, when the Jets improve in their own end, that's only going to help Connor Hellebuck and uh, David Riddick this upcoming season because, you know, Eric Comrie played very well last year. Uh, Lauren Brassois was a very good backup for the Winnipeg Jets in years past. Um, so I don't expect anything different from David Riddick. But this is, this is all tied in into a team and, um, I, I expect I don't see Connor Hellebuck having two subpar years in a row, being the competitor that he is, and the go, and the goaltender that you know anyone that has watched the National Hockey League for the last five years knows that he is. You have an awful expensive captain wearing Jets colors at 36 yeah. years old now. Blake Wheeler again an up and down season last year. We know what he's done. I'm not as convinced as what he's able to do at this point. But he costs 8.25 million yeah. on the cap this season and next. Jamie, do you do you see him uh, maybe getting moved depending on how this season goes? What do you think the situation is there with Wheeler? I think it's complicated. Um, there is no question that the, the cap value is, is, is makes that that's a tough contract to move. Um, the Jets are there to try and get creative in the off season, and I'm sure they did everything they could to try and figure out something to give both sides a, a fresh start. But here's what I know about Blake Wheeler: last year, when he was healthy, point per game player, and you know had a bad bout of COVID to start the year, and we we don't know the you know full ramifications of a bad case of COVID and what that means physically and mentally for people and especially athletes. But he wasn't as fast, and they started rolling and got then you know got hurt with a knee injury in Vancouver that slowed him down for a little bit. But point per game player, middle six guy, great on the power play. Um, knowing him the way I do, this is going to be kind of like I'll show you again kind of year for Blake Wheeler and yes that contract's going to stand out all the time but if you can get a point per game out of a guy at his age 
Um, right now, I think that you're getting good value out of it. And will he get moved? I don't know. But it, again, that contract kind of stands in the way, not the player um, it, it, for any team in the National Hockey League, especially the Winnipeg Jets. How about Pierre-Luc Dubois, who uh, is got yeah. a $6 million cap hit here for, for this one season? And I believe I read somewhere that Pat Brisson said they wanted to test free agency. I mean, if yeah. you can convince the guy to stay, you think you've got a franchise centerman there, just 24 years old still. But uh, I don't know if the motor has ever really been proven for this player. So when I hear him say maybe he wants to test free agency, I'm a little bit leery about that from a Jets perspective. Yeah, that caused all kinds of headlines. And when you when you don't make the playoffs, that all of a sudden everyone starts looking, oh my gosh, there's something totally wrong in Winnipeg. That's not it. And Pierre-Luc Dubois cleared things up in his first media availability um, this offseason. It was just about, you know, he wanted to see where it was going. You know, he's a guy like many young 20-year-olds, 20, 20 not sure what they're doing tomorrow, never mind what they're doing five, six, seven, eight years down the road. So he is committed to this year of Winnipeg, just have control of him next year as well. So they still sit in the driver's seat in this situation. You have a great year. Um, you, you shore some things up here and there, and it's a pretty easy sell for Pierre-Luc Dubois to play here uh, long, to- long term. Um, so the, we'll just watch how this season goes. He developed a, some great chemistry with Kyle Connor um, last season and traveled down to Michigan during the summer to uh, skate and work out with Kyle Connor. So clearly the commitment to getting better and improving on a great um, chemistry from the 21-22 campaign is there. So it's not like he's going, I don't care and I want to get out of here. That's not at all it. He's pushing to get better, and that only, again, means great things because a lot of teams would love to have Mark Scheifele and, and Pierre-Luc Dubois down the middle of their hockey uh, for their hockey team. A couple more questions here from uh, Jamie Thomas, or for Jamie, rather, from CJOB. Uh, Young Stars Classic, Jamie, you got to be excited to heading uh, to head down to BC's interior. Should be a little bit warmer, I would imagine, there. Um, with this Jets squad, who, who are you most excited to see? you got a couple first-rounders heading down there. Cole Perfetti will be a part. I saw the tweet from Marat Tatesh. So it looks yeah. like a, a fun roster full of plenty of guys that should, uh, should make Jets fans want to watch. Yeah, for sure. It's like you have three first-round picks. Um, that is, you already talked about Cole Perfetti. Brad Lambert was 30th overall in the 2022 draft. Chaz Lucius was their first-round uh, pick, their first-round pick in 2021. So right there, you, you've got some star power. Now, Cole Perfetti, if, if, you know, Mark Scheifele got hurt in, in a game in Ottawa later in the year, and if Cole Perfetti had been healthy, he would have slotted into the number one center position uh, or into Mark Scheifele's uh, center position had he been healthy. He wasn't. So Cole Perfetti is going to Penticton because he needs games. Um, there was not a chance he was going to play at the World Juniors uh, in Edmonton this past year. It's all about the, the big club this year. He's likely to going to be a top six forward with the team uh, in 22-23. So this is uh, getting some games under his belt before main camp starting. Chad Lu- Chaz Lucius, great player, signed a three-year entry-level deal. Not certain if he's going to play pro hockey this year. Uh, could play for Portland, the Western Hockey League. Uh, they own his rights, um, but a, he had a hand injury and ankle surgery. Uh, the Jets hoping he'll get stronger and faster before jumping into pro hockey, so there's still that option with him. And then Brad Lambert, right? That's This is the guy that uh, Bob McKenzie had ranked in his top five in his preseason draft rankings. Um, best skater in the draft, according to the Jets, and has a lot of ability. So um, Brad Lambert, um, 
either will be playing in with the Manitoba Moose or the Winnipeg Jets, but likely with uh, Manitoba if he doesn't choose to go play in the Western Hockey League because I believe Seattle owns his rights. So right there, about three top-name players for the Jets and can't wait to see how those three fit in and how they're going to play. Uh, for the Jets and Penticton uh, this week. Yeah, Thunderbirds captain Tyrell Bauer heading there yeah. as well. I saw Simon Kubitschek, who's a, a former Oil King. Our, our listeners would know that signed the AHL deal, so he's heading there to play as well. Wondering why we don't see this year's first-rounder, Rutger McGroarty. Uh, that, that's got to be the best name in, in hockey, or one of them. He's at least right, on the all-name team. Is he hurt right now? No, it's just that NCAA thing, right? If gotcha. they collected, there's the there's rules, and uh, that that's why you know in years past the Jets teams haven't necessarily had that, all that star power because they do like to draft the NCAA type player, the college uh, player. Um, they, they've had a lot of success doing that, but uh, those rules uh, play a large role in the inability to send those those uh, those types of players to this tournament. Understood. And finally, how about that contract for Jordan Cairo this morning? A central yeah. division foe for. The- the, uh, for the Jets, eight years, eight point one two five million. Hey, he was a point per game player last year. He looks like he's going to be a huge part of their future. A tough, uh, tough guy to see stay in that division. I bet. Yeah, and you know Robert Thomas too with St. Louis. So you you look at what the central. You know you talk about the Jets trying to get back into it. It is not going to be easy. Uh, you look down the central. Only Chicago and Arizona. Dallas to me has a lot of questions about if they're going to be able to score. So maybe those are your three-team lower part, uh, but Nashville, St. Louis, uh, Colorado, I go down the list of the great teams in this division. It's going to be very challenging for Winnipeg to get back in there, but that's what makes the Central Division so much fun to uh, to watch night after night. High event hockey, as Paul Maurice used to call it, whenever there's a game in the Central Division. So fascinating to see how that goes, but Jordan, Jordan Cairo, that's a great contract and a great value for a guy that is just a, a fantastic player and a thorn in the side of the Winnipeg Jets. Well, Jamie, I appreciate you hopping on the show this afternoon. Safe travels down to Penticton, hey? Thanks, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on. All right. Jamie Thomas from CJOB in Winnipeg on the Jets. We'll press timeout. or No, we'll press pause. We'll take a timeout. That's how that works. Back in a minute. 53 in Edmonton. It's Brendan Escott hanging out with you for the next couple days, as a matter of fact. Bob, back on Thursday, have a full day of Stoffer and Spectre, as I understand it, live from Penticton, ahead of the Young Stars Classic Tournament Tuesdays. Do normally feature Sportsnet spec for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta presenting live thoroughbred racing each Friday and Saturday. Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Parking and admission are free. More info at thehorses.com. A couple of texts here, 780-496-0063. We'll say this, when Bob is away, the music is definitely better on the show. <laughs> appreciate appreciate that, Derek. Thank you very much. Uh, the Don says he likes Jake Vertanen on a professional tryout offer, a PTO. He'll bring a little Archibald-type hockey, and playing with the Stars makes uh, for maybe a positive experience. Part of the problem for me is that the shine of, of I guess, what Jake Vertanen could have been, like, that's all worn off. He has had one NHL season in which he was relevant. He was middling. I wouldn't say he was good. I would say he was middling. He got a contract out of that one season that was subsequently bought out. He went to the Continental Hockey League. Yes, he was playing in Russia. He was not effective as a point getter there. 
And when you're not putting points up in the KHL, I'm not really convinced you're going to come over here to the best league in the world and do any better. I don't think he would be McDavid's right winger. I don't think he'd be Dreisaitl's right winger. I think he'd be a rotational fourth-line right winger that, when he's hot and and is scoring, uh, the odd net front goal would be in. And other than that, might just be an option to mix it up or for when somebody's hurt. That's what I see out of Jake Vertanen. I don't see a former sixth overall pick who could suddenly turn into a 20-goal scorer. Vancouver didn't see that a year after signing him to a contract that paid him $3 million a season. Vancouver didn't see that. That's why they let him walk. So unless he's figured an awful lot out, I just, it's not for me. I'm not signing the contracts for this team, but I wouldn't have him on my team. I'd rather uh, appoint that or allocate those dollars somewhere else. Brandon from Windsor says, hey, it's Jets now with Brendan Escott. All right, Brandon. Whatever, man. Appreciate you tuning in anyway. I'm sure you learned something. Uh, Sierra wants to know if I'm excited for Jack Campbell. Will he be better than Mike Smith? Statistically, over last year, they were nearly identical. Statistically, they were identical. Difference being, youth on the side of Jack Campbell leads me to believe he'd be healthier for more games. He'd be at the top of his game for more games. I didn't watch the Maple Leafs at any great length last year, so I understand that there was some inconsistencies and some dry spells for Campbell, and maybe that's where we see a couple games worth of Stuart Skinner, and he pops in there, but without a whole bunch of pressure and expectation. He's not taking the reins, right? Now we know Skinner's not taking the reins for another five years, right? That's not a bad situation to have. But do I think he'll be any better than Mike Smith? I think it would be discrediting what Mike Smith did for this team for the last couple of years. I know he had some faux pas. I know he had some moments that made you want to light your hair on fire and run around your apartment. But overall, they went to the Western Conference Final last year with Smith as their goaltender. So what do you want me to say about it, right? I am very excited to see what Jack Campbell does for this team. Garrett says, let's not forget Campbell was an all-star goalie last year. Good point. Playing behind Toronto's defense, too. He was still an all-star goalie. There you go. Subtle dig at the Leafs. Subtle compliment to Campbell. Double entendre. (laughs) All right, coming up in the next hour here on Oilers Now, we will connect with the regular host. He's golfing today at the Barry Cates uh, Media Day uh, golf uh, event. So we'll find out what's gone on there. Any, uh, hmm, any, anything that he's learned since he's been at the course that might be worth dragging out onto the airwaves. We'll be sure to air that laundry out, and then we'll go Oil Kings and talk about their camp and exhibition games with General Manager Kurt Hill. Not before, however, I remind you that the Oilers Now Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. We'll send it to Kevin Robertson for your global news weather traffic update back in a few.